Hello and welcome to the All Night Gamers Podcast, episode 30. Thank you for joining us on the show this week. Uh, we're back to a regular week again. We've had kind of a string of some, you know, big thing, uh, but we're back to a regular show this week. So just standard news, vanilla flavor this week. Hi, hello, I hope you're doing well. Uh, how are you guys doing? Yep. I'm hanging in there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> dang old trash, man. Dying. <laughs> Thanks for the normal answer, Alex. I appreciate that. Dude, it has been a week for sure. I, uh, it's been I a week. Have... It's Monday, bro. Dude, it'll, it's been a week since <laughs> we last recorded. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's get right into things. We've got uh, some Square Enix uh, presentation coming up uh, literally the day after this episode drops, so we can't tell you about it because... Classic. Yeah. Well, we kind of can. It's funny, I mean... Yeah, sort of. We can tell you what's happening. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to talk about uh, the Apex drop on Switch and how terrible it is. Um, well, we'll have a normal collector's corner, a um, bunch of tidbits talking about uh, Microsoft and Bethesda's new partnership, um, and Cameron's going to give a review on Animal Crossing now that we're officially a year in on that game, and finish up with more Switch programmers because what is the ANG podcast without talking about Switch programmers? And we're also going to uh, talk about some sales numbers because the recent sales numbers in the game industry are insane. So let's get into it. Square Enix Presents coming March 18th. So the day after this episode comes out, um, about 40 minutes long. Uh, there's a page up on their website that you can go check out that has a kind of lineup of uh, the stuff they're going to be talking about. Apparently there's going to be a new Life is Strange, um, Outriders, Marvel's Avengers, Tomb Raider 25th Anniversary. Oh, yeah, that's this year. Oh, Outriders was one of the new games announced for um, uh, Game Pass, wasn't it? Maybe. I don't know. I think, I think that's what I heard. Did is... Marvel's Avengers come out? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's probably a they're, content they're doing, update. Um, it's performance update. To, oh. For, no, I don't content. think it's just performance update. I think there, there better be some content update because that game's bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I want I uh, want a dang Doctor Strange Marvel. DLC. It, please. It's Miss Marvel. No, oh. she's already in the game. Yeah, I thought she was one of the they're, main characters. They're doing already. a backstory. I'm pretty sure that's the trailer I saw. Oh, great. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, Tomb Raider 25th anniversary. That'll be sick. Um, yeah. And then a bunch of mobile games. A chess. Hold your applause. Hold your applause. Holding. <laughs> what, you don't have phones? <laughs> and uh, Bal what is Balan Wonderworld? I've seen a lot of people hyping that up. I have no clue what it is, though. It looks like a 3D platformer. It looks like, um, oh, what was that game in the early 2000s that Sega did? Like, like Nights into Dreams or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it's that. It's given me heavy that energy. Was that not a Neopets game? I don't know. I only remember it from the pinball levels in Sonic Adventure Director's Cut That's for the GameCube. Right. <clears throat> that like little in-universe product placement for their other, their only other franchise that Sega did. And then it only had like one game. Yeah. Yeah, sounds this... great. That was a great pitch. Yeah, this looks cool though. Pitch. Um. 
so yeah, that's the that's the lineup. We don't really know, you know, what'll come out of it, but um, Look, I'm definitely looking yeah, forward to Tomb Raider stuff. That's pretty much there's the only, only thing. a little yeah. bit more information on the site, which is how I know, because uh, on their um, promotional art for it, they didn't mention that Square Enix Montreal's games for mobile games. That was on oh. the website. Nice. So, they aren't talking about Neo, even though it comes out this summer. Huh. I'm mad. That's weird. Yeah, we're going to have two slots for mobile games. Yeah, two slots for mobile games. But Joss, Neo, the world ends with you that comes out this summer. Nah, well, no. <laughs> Just because mobile, guys. That's um a thing. Apparently. Yeah, that sure is a thing. Why? Because you asked for it, right? I did not. <laughs> yeah, we gamers what? asked for it. Gamers rise up. Um. So yeah, that's happening uh, the day after this uh, podcast goes live. We'll talk about it next week for sure. I really hope at least something good comes out of the Tomb Raider anniversary. <laughs> They they seem to be wanting something good out of it, so we'll see. Yeah. Um. So moving on, uh, we talked about Apex uh, last week, how it runs, um, and how well, that it. runs bad. Yeah. So um, just to refresh, it's thirty frames, uh, both docked and handheld. Docked, you get seven twenty p. Handheld, you get five seventy six p. Um. I could deal with the frames if it, you know, was possible to play the game. Um, so but... here's, the, here's the deal. If you're playing in handheld mode and you either get some stick extenders or you get, like, the pro Joy-Con pads from Hori, um, it's not that bad, honestly. Um, especially how if how you were playing? Um, I played a couple games like that, but... It's it wasn't that great because the sticks are so short on Joy-Con. Um so if you could get some like extenders or something or get the pro pads, like it'd probably be better. Um like the, it looks way better on the screen just because it's so small. And especially if you don't have any other way to play it, um I think it's it's fine. But it's not a a bad way to play it. It's just if you have another option you should um, go with that. The definitely if you're playing on Switch, definitely turn off crossplay. You should not try to play with anybody else other than Switch players because you're automatically at an incredible distance. Yeah, yeah. Because your your render distance sucks. Things take forever to load in. Uh, you can barely see. Like the resolution is so low. Trying to grab things is insane. Yeah, um, especially against other players. What but, was Dakota playing on his PC? Yeah, he plays on PC. Yeah, um, so that yeah, was... and the reason it's harder for us to love is that we play on PC, and I am I I, I don't mind thirty FPS games, um, especially if they're if they're thirty FPS from the start, like my first interaction with it, it's fine. But when I've been playing this game for almost three years now, um, and I'm used to minimum 1080p. 60 and usually 1440p 100 plus fps um it's it's like digging brake discs into my eyes um because i'm so used to high frame rates like 
If I had started from the beginning with Apex on Switch, it would be a different story. But I'm so used to high frame rates in Apex. I just can't do it. Um, and don't play on a big screen. If you're doing docked, it, just do yourself a favor. It looks so bad. Just, it's so bad. Yeah, the, the smaller the better because it's painful to look at. It's, it's very rough. Um, I mean... Which is I, really weird because that was panic button helping them, right? Yeah, but um, panic button isn't going to do all the optimization code that's required for Apex. It just Apex is well, a beefy game. Well, apparently isn't either. Yeah. Um, it's just a shame it has to run so poorly. But, I mean, again, like if that's if the Switch is your only way to play it, then it's fine. Just don't do crossplay because you're definitely going to have a very, very bad time. Um, speaking of Apex, the Chaos Theory event's going on right now, which is just weird. It's like normal game mode plus extra rings. Um, plus, um, oh yeah, new caustic what? area, new stinky, stinky, <laughs> stinky house. Not really stinky when it doesn't damage you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, the house does if you go in the if you go in the stink, but caustic doesn't. Sad. Yeah, rip caustic. Um, uh, what's her face, Maggie? Wait, who, who's Fuse's enemy here? Um, I really don't know. I haven't kept up with the story. I'm kind of over the story. I just want to play the game. Uh, so, whoever Fuse's enemy is took over as announcer for some reason. Yeah, it's like a hack thing going on. I don't know. Um, so yeah, if you. If you don't have any other way to play, at least give it a shot. But if you have another way to play, keep stick with that. Um, it bugs me that they could just optimize it properly, though, and it would. I well, mean, they could. They could, could, could do a lot of things, but that costs money. They could, True, but then again, but... I just don't think the Switch is powerful enough. Like the Apex is a, uh, Apex uh, is a beefy game. It's a beefy game, and it may be poorly optimized. I don't optimized, agree with that. Also, when like. Like uh, stuff like Witcher and Skyrim were run well, perfectly. Fine. They also do 720 low frame though. Like, but you said it was dropping frames, right? Um, no, it doesn't drop frames. It just it's yeah okay. The the stuff about like th- like objects loading in late is bad. That's stuff a- like that. Um, but from like a pure standpoint of uh like graphics and frame rate, it's still poor. But that's less of um, an optimization thing and more of just this game is hard to run. Um, Alex, uh, think about how PUBG would load in stuff after we already went through a room. It's like that. Um, and so with something like Doom Eternal, the way they design, the way they use their engine is very scalable. But some games, their engines are not scalable. They are designed for a certain level of power. So trying to go below that is very difficult. Um, and I mean, they they got it working on the Switch, which is impressive. Yeah, I mean, it works. Like, it's it's fine. Again, if you have no other way to play it, it's fine. Um, but when you design for a certain level of power and you just don't have that level of power anymore, it's just not going to work. Unless you do something like what doom eternal did where they have a super scalable engine um so 
even though like the graphics can look really really nice they can also be scaled down really really low so that and still run fine yeah um but i mean that's kind of just a minimum spec thing anyway um animal crossing cross sanrio update drops uh the the night of the uh this episode going live so the 17th um around 7 p.m central mm-hmm. um that's have, that's what all the other updates what have done what all live. comes with the sanrio update okay so when the sanrio update goes live if you already have the sanrio cards from when nintendo and sanrio did the six hello kitty cards back in 2016 you can go ahead and start tapping in villagers so everyone else you will have to wait until the 26th to buy the cards to use them oh no what do they shall they do sorry that's probably a bit obnoxious (laughs) uh once you tap them they'll be treated like any other amiibo card where uh you'll be able to have them in your village they'll be able to go to um uh, Harv's Island. Like, right now, if you tap them, they'll only give you a poster. But after the 17th, you'll be able to... There's something about their items, and I'm not quite they'll sure. They'll have Hello Kitty items. Works. Well, yeah, but you're in supposed their to be rooms. able to get those somehow. I'm not sure how that works. That's the important part that Cameron's just, like, leaving out of why they're special. Is they all have Hello Kitty themed rooms? Yeah, that's sure is special. Let's go. <laughs> um. So yeah, that update's coming this week. Um, Personally, I'm waiting for Ganon and Wolf Link to be added back in. They were in an Animal Crossing. They were mm-hmm. in New Leaf after one of the updates. Whack! You could scan in the amiibo. And you would have Wolf Link and Pig Ganon as uh, villagers. That's sick. You would also, you could also have uh, uh, Melody. No, what? What's the? Oh, uh, from uh, the, the from Wind Waker. Yeah. If you scanned into Link, you could have the Bird Girl. Um, Callie, Mari, and. Uh, and oct- if you tapped in one of the squids, you could get a, a squid villager called Inkwell. I think that's right. Um, it's probably one or two more I'm forgetting, but that, there's a lot of just exclusive amiibo right now to New Life. Sounds so, like it, yeah. be nice to see them be put in the game once uh, Nintendo stops celebrating Mario and starts celebrating Zelda. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that transition. Um speaking of Mario's scheduled to die in two weeks. Um Let's go yep. <laughs> <laughs> He will be passing away. Our yeah, our uh our episode will drop on Mario's death day. Let's go <laughs> So we'll have to do something about that. Um, oh, dude. Rip Mario. Rip Mario and Fire Emblem. For yeah. real. Um, uh, speaking of Animal Crossing, there are Build-A-Bear plushies coming soon, which apparently was a thing at one point, and now they're bringing it back. 
Um, huh, I was not aware that there was Build-A-Bear stuff before. But, um, I don't think they said which plushies. They have not yet. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, for sure, Isabel is going to be one. It well, yeah, and like K.K. Slider and probably Tom Nook. Um, it really, I mean, it's up to them how big they were going to go with this, you know. Like, are you going to do all the characters, or are you just going to do, like, the... I mean, I, I assume just the, fla- the flagship characters. Uh, when I was listening to NVC the other day, they all were, like, very, very excited for it. Um, and I can't say I'm very, very excited for it, but, I mean, it's cool, I guess. You know, especially if you're into that sort of thing. Um, also, Toys R Us is attempting a comeback... Um, uh, I know you're probably like, why would they do that? But, um, they claim that their brand is the most trusted and known toy brand in the world and that they need to game it. Yeah. Um, so they are trying to open up quote flagship stores, pop-ups, airport stores, and mini stores. Now, I don't really know what a mini store is, and we were talking about this right before the show, but, like, why would you need a Toys R Us in an airport? Um, Mayo and Alex said that it's because when you have kids and your flight gets delayed, you need to go throw your kid into something, and what better than a Toys R Us, I guess. I Um, really think that they'll get some money from that. I mean, they'll put it in the big ones like Los Angeles and New JFK, Chicago Chicago O'Hare, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, we will not see one anywhere near. Dang, I was <laughs> maybe really, I was really Atlanta. Sure. Yeah, Atlanta might get one. Uh, if it, possibly. I feel like Atlanta would be more likely to get one of the uh, flagship stores, though. Atlanta or Orlando? Orlando is definitely getting one. Yeah. Oh God, what if there's one in in Disney Springs in like three years? That'd be terrible. Disney Springs is already crowded all the time. Yep. They have um what is it, Uniqlo there? Yeah, in the Lego store. Dude, their Lego store is tight though. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like the uh the one in Atlanta a little bit more. Sorry that we're going into Lego conversation here now, but yeah. There are Lego games. That's true, yeah. I'm so upset the Birmingham one closed. Yep. Close I can't by. blame them though. But it'd be nice if they weren't. Yeah, I really loved uh, Cameron's delivery there. Like that Lego store is tight, yo. Yeah, <laughs> like sick. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, they didn't give a goal of like how many stores are gonna open or anything like that. But they're certainly trying. So you know, I guess props to them. At least one. Uh, yeah, at, at least, least one. one. There we go. Uh, a blockbuster theory. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I guess. I mean, we'll keep talking about them if they die or come back somehow. Um. Only time will tell. So, um, onto the collector's corner segment for the week. This is the weekly segment where we go around and talk about games that we've been playing recently, and games that uh, we picked up, if any, and things of that nature. Collector stuff. So. 
this week, Alex, you go first. I haven't really played anything this week. It's not me for one. Hog. <laughs> I mean, I played a little of the World Ends With You final remakes and worked closer towards uh, the secret boss I've never fought. Oh, yeah? Because of where it's located. I feel like I can beat it if I can get to it, but the, you have to do all these challenges to get there first. So you did play something this week. Yeah, but not for long. Not much. Um, yeah. Uh, I did game-related, but not a game. Did buy access to watch the first uh, episode of the anime for The World Ends With You two weeks early. Oh, yeah? Yep. And I watched that already. It was It's a pretty good adaptation. Some of the changes I was like, kind of dumb but depending on how many episodes it has when they finish maybe those changes will make more sense I wish I knew literally anything more than zero about it but I don't you've really got to play it <laughs> it's not a typical RPG so I think you'd probably get into it um well, I gotta say, my success rate on that pitch on previous RPGs is pretty low. Um, but I'll give it a shot at some point. Um, well, alright then, short and sweet, uh, Cooper. Um, what have I been playing? Um, trying to think. So, I, I play a little bit of World Ends with you. Um, Rahala. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes. Not a lot, but I, just, I don't know. Man, you just so. I'm drawing. Out. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Sorry. Um. I yeah. told him to write down a list before what he played this week, and he's always like, "No." What? Well, normally, I do write down a list. This one, I forgot this time. Um. Well, don't hurt yourself. We'll come back to you. Mayo, you go ahead. Yeah, okay. I I don't have the sticky note that I wrote the uh, gaming options that I gave myself for this week, but I I did, in fact, game. I played some I saw that. Yeah, I'm very proud. I saw you booting up games in Steam. I was like, he's actually going through with what he said he was going to do last week. I got in. I'm pretty sure Hades was on that list. It was. Yeah, I I think it was Hades, Subnautica, and then maybe... Witcher or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Witcher was definitely on there. Yeah, I definitely did not want to commit to either of the uh, the One other games. two because I was like, The Witcher, I'm gonna have to like reorient myself in the combat system. Subnautica, I'm gonna burn like 40 minutes figuring out what the heck I was doing the last time I played. But you know, Hades, roguelikes click immediately, so. It was good. I got like three runs in. I'd say that only one of them was what I would dub impressive at all, but impressive for me is still, you know, getting almost through Asphodel. I'm terrible at losing health in Asphodel. I've gotten to Elysium once, but that was not this past week. So it's it's definitely a learning curve. But I'm... I I got some more of the um the things you get from giving the people the ambrosia or whatever it whatever those are called. Um, I I 
pulled the trigger on the meme and just gave one to Hades. <laughs> looks uh, looks he, like Hercules been having one too many ambrosias. And he gave me nothing in return, which I expected. But, nice. You know, it, it was good. It's a really, really good game, and I'm definitely wanting to play more. Um, it would not be my part of Collector's Corner, though, if I did not share some tabletop gaming stuff with you guys. So, <clears throat> um, in the world of card games this week, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but there is a new card game trying to assert itself uh, into a fourth position along with the main three, you know, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon. They've... So they're trying to be Digimon, where they've tried for years and can't get in? As a matter of fact, it is Digimon. They brought it back, and it slaps, dude. It's actually a really good, balanced heart card game with really good art, really fun mechanics. The only problem is they don't have a lot of English printing facilities. So I believe the first round of America getting products for it was like last, <clears throat> I don't know, October or something and it sold out immediately and then the first restock was this past friday and it sold out immediately okay so, but that that one's not fair scalpers have been all over cards lately so right. it's just hard to get any right now it it is partly because of that um luckily though this is where this is all leading to um mary and i are getting into it because we really like the art and stuff i think it's a very a uh, cool set of mechanics for a card game. So we bought into it this past Friday, and luckily we were able to get our first round of products for it without it being at a inflated price because of scalpers. We got it for a pretty good rate, which we're pretty proud of. And then nice. so far, since the card pool is so small, and obviously this will change, but <laughs> since the card pool is so small so far, pretty much if you buy a booster box and you only care about like two of the colors there's six colors kind of like how there's five in magic if you only care about two of them you can trade away all of the good stuff that you get from the other colors and since it's such an even spread in the boxes just trading those away will let you build the two decks that you want for the colors that you care about well, so I... yeah so one of these is tie and one's matt right like what their decks would be yeah, there's there's tamers, get the bias there's because... tamers associated with each color, and currently the best card is in blue, which so I, which I think I is Matt's. Yeah, um, Dude, Matt this and Ty will get the bias, like uh, Yugi and Kaiba do in Yu-Gi-Oh. Like you can build their decks forever because right. they're the popular ones. <laughs> Exactly, and obviously they're going to add more mechanics to it later. Uh, it looks like sort of how Magic started out, and you could only get, like, this is a red card, or this is a blue card. There was no, like, here's a red-blue card. They're starting to lean towards doing more of that, and obviously with every card game that's ever existed, there's a certain point where it's like they release something, and it's like, oh, this is busted now. You have warped the game that you have created. It has not happened yet with Digimon. And oh, since, wow. since it's a game where it's releasing in Japan, first we get a little bit of a warning before the new stuff comes out. And all the new stuff on the horizon for the rest of the releases for 2021 doesn't seem busted. People are playing it in Japan, in Malaysia, in um, Korea. 
totally fine. Has not warped it yet. So we've nice. got at least a year of a very fair, balanced, interesting card game with really good art for a franchise that I think a lot of people really like. So, yeah. Eventually, though, they'll put in the combination between Agumon and Garumon. I do not remember I what like... that one is called, but it might already be in the game. Uh, I was trying to find it, but I'm having trouble with using their wiki. Yeah, their wiki's terrible. I've I've been trying to figure this out as well. Currently, the very expensive card is Omnimon, but I don't War know. Greymon was that it? Uh, there's Greymons in the game. I don't. Um. Okay, Omnimon is the fusion of War Greymon and Metal Garurumon. That that's it. Yeah. yeah, he's the best card right now. That's the best card. Undisputedly, he is the best one. There's yep. even an alternate version of him with a slightly different effect that is just barely better so it's worth twice the amount God. yes and and but funny story I'm, I'm not meaning to make this this card game anecdote super long but so we bought a box and there are i believe it's 24 packs in a box and we had another friend who would, was wanting to buy some packs and he said i would like eight packs and mary and i are talking in the store and i'm saying well i i want a whole box so let's get a whole box and then buy him eight packs separate and she's like well we can just give him eight of the pack i'm like okay that's fine so we go to eat later and he meets us there and i just give him the top eight from that box we go somewhere else to play board games and there's some other people getting into the digimon game at that get together and they're like wouldn't it be funny if you gave him a pack that had Omnimon Alter S in it, the like $180 card. We bought the box for 85 bucks, by the way. So, and then I'm like, no, there's no way he, he wouldn't you get did. that. I, I took the top eight, and then right after that, I checked Group Me and he's posted a picture of it in a sleeve. And then I just sit in a corner and curse at myself for like five minutes. There is. For giving <laughs> away your packs. Don't that do is that. Ultimate it's, pain. It's that is mega Luck- pain. That is. Luckily, the rest of the pack, like that wasn't where all of the money was in the box so it was actually a very stacked box in general so the rest of the stuff we got still made us money off of the box luckily but that would have pretty much secured like triple the value of the box which it hurts yeah that's so unfortunate that yeah there was a card similar um alex wanted alex what's it called the dark magician card you wanted um it's that expensive one it was like someone in the game room was trying to sell it for like two hundred dollars was Ooh. it was it uh the dark magician and dark magician girl card yeah i don't remember the name of it yeah, but yeah that card like we we knew roughly when it was gonna release we checked on release day right it was already somehow sold out previously like because someone was in the game room like that morning selling it sounds about right they were selling it for like ebay prices more than ebay prices (laughs) at a college in person at college that mm. we love it we love to see it we love to see it yeah it was the dark magicians huh which, you know, I'm surprised it took them 20 years to release a fusion between Dark Magician and Dark Magician Girl. 
Right, that seems like something that the anime would have had by, like, episode 10. I mean, the anime did have it in, like, several movies. It's just oh. took the card game forever to add it. Well, yeah, that's, uh, that's all, all right. I got for this week. Um, <laughs> F in the chat for the card. But Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Cameron, go ahead. Okay, so... Oh, we really went off on a chain. Uh, so this week I played a little bit of Super Mario 3D World, some Apex, Animal Crossing, and I played about two more hours, roughly, of The World Ends With You. And I also picked up an Elgato HD 60S because I kind of felt like I needed a new capture card since I might as well reinvest in the channel a bit. It is, it is nice. Yeah, I'm I, sure. I Definitely from your old card. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you finally uh, upgraded. Especially compared to the old card. Like, I'm still going to use that card since this one requires a USB 3 <laughs> and a laptop doesn't have one. But it, like, yeah, you know how I mentioned when you were uh, streaming uh, Call of Duty to us that my card had like a two second delay. Yeah, I saw you tweet that this one has like a way lower delay. So if it's not multiplayer, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the exact timing is, but it's yeah, not new, two new, seconds. New cards have a very small delay. Um, and this one is basically their bottom rung right now. But from what I've looked at. As you go more expensive with Elgato, it actually gets worse. So mm -hmm. I'm fine with this. Well, cool. Um, let's see. I guess that leaves me. Um, I bought a bunch of PS4 games last week. What did I get? I got Kingdom Hearts three, Little Big Planet three, NBA two K eighteen. I know, really sick. Um, <laughs> Runbo two dollars. And no, dude, fifty-eight cents. <laughs> Even better. GameStop has those sales all the time where it's like you buy two get twenty percent off, buy three get thirty percent off, etc. Up to five. And I was gonna get, um, Little Big Planet three, Kingdom Hearts three, uh, Runbow, and uh, yeah, just those three and get thirty percent off. And then I realized I didn't have a two K game. And I try to have, like, one 2K and one Madden because, like, some of my friends like to play those games. And sometimes I just want to play a sports games, so I try to have, like, one of each. And GameStop had, like, a gigantic box at the checkout thing of, like, two or three-year-old 2K games, Madden games, stuff like that. And it was... 2K18 was a dollar. And I was like, well, I can spend a dollar and then get an extra 10% off this entire lot with the sale so i did that and so yeah i got that i got that for 58 cents which is exactly what 2k18 is worth <laughs> so um i i beat the story in black ops cold war zombies finally after the nice. thing where i the game crashed on me like six hours in um finally beat that um kind of underwhelming but the only reason I, I mean i just wanted to do it because I was vengeful of it crashing the first time. Uh, Minecraft on Switch. Um, 
and a, a big flex non-video game thing. I got new toilets. Yeah. <laughs> you cut out on me in doing that, so just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, so yeah, not to flex, but I got new eco toilets. I'm eco up here now. They like the king of the hill one, where it takes forever to flush them. No, no, it's actually fine. Um, there is an issue with it, but I kind of don't want to discuss it because this is not a toilet podcast um, or a plumbing podcast. Um, as much Are as we talk plumbing about plumbing podcasts, I don't know. There's probably, probably. I mean. Um, there's several toilet podcasts I know of, but they usually all, they talk about the same thing, which is EA. Um, so, (laughs) (laughs) got him. Um, and yeah, that's, that's it, I think. Um, yeah. And, uh, Cooper, did you ever think about, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> well, well, mostly just, yeah, like what I said earlier, like, uh, the world ends with you. I did play a little bit of Minecraft on PC. Um, Brawlhalla, I played a good bit of that with some friends of mine. Uh, I played Scriblio, which is like the uh, draw and guessing game. Yeah. Um, I, and I played, uh, you know, Fire Emblem Heroes. And then... Oh, oh, uh, I started Resident Evil 2. Yo! On uh, Xbox One. I forgot, I've also played some Minecraft this week. Uh, My software group wanted to, uh, or they started a world, and I missed the initial start, but I joined in because they wanted to do, like, they're doing, like, a weekly uh, get-together online, so I'm joining in for that, and I can't. Everyone always needs to play some weekly Minecraft. It's good for the soul. Oh, yeah. Um, and I played a little bit of Smash Bros. And then, uh, yesterday, or what would be Sunday, I, uh, got a new car. Or I got a car. Oh, dang, dude. What a flex. Yeah, for real. What'd you get? A, um, uh... It's it's white and it's a small car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I asked. Toyota Avalon 2008. Bro, you. you got a Toyota Avalon? Those are nice cars, bro. Even like oh, a 2008 yeah. Avalon. So much like smoke. Yeah, it's yeah, like a hotel room kind of. Uh, yeah, uh, probably because old people drive those. Um, uh, no, 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 it actually does have a gaming reference though. On the back window, it has Bolt Boy on it. Let's go, counts. Um. Well, yeah, sick. My uh, my both of my grandparents um that lived in uh lived there drove Toyota Avalons, and my grandmother smoked. So I was like, that's that's an interesting connection there. But yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. definitely a way better first car than what I got. That's for sure. Um, I'm gonna once we get it on the insurance, I'm gonna be taking it to work because it gets significantly better gas mileage than my car. Yeah, so. I bet it does. I uh, I can't be affording gas right now. It it's gonna be three dollars soon. Yeah, 
we'll see. Um, anyway, so that was the Collector's Corner segment for the week. On to the tidbits. Cooper, back to you for Fire Emblem Heroes. Awesome, awesome. Um, so we got a spring banner with Servia, which she's finally in Fire Emblem Heroes after four years of, I think, her, yeah, her other version of herself was released. Uh, Inigo, a four-star demote Minerva, and a harmonic duo with Mur and Na. Uh, Tempest Trials will be giving out a lot of rewards and stuff. We're going to get four four-star and a five-star copy of Soleil. It, it should have been O-Wing, but, you know. Um, Respondent, in, oh, uh, sorry. Respondent Alencia is out, and she will be given... She will be out until March 24th. And then after her will be Respondent Reinhardt. And then... Um, an important reminder is that if you gotta log, if you log into Faye between now and April 10th, or before April 10th, sorry, you get a free copy of Duel and and yeah, that's about it. Forever confusing. Um, yep. So now we got some uh, Bethesda stuff. So um, as I'm sure y'all heard, and we've talked about it on the show, Bethesda is now a subsidiary of Microsoft. Um, and some Bethesda games will be exclusive to Microsoft platforms both uh, PC and Xbox. Um, I don't think there'll be any like straight up Xbox exclusive games, but Microsoft exclusives. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, a, and to start that off... Wherever like, Game Pass is. Yeah. I, I think that's what they specifically said. And to start that off, a bunch of Bethesda games are coming to Game Pass for uh, PC, console, and mobile, like xCloud. That's pretty cool. Um... Dishonored and Dishonored 2, uh, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 3, Doom 64, Doom Eternal, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, uh, Prey, Rage 2, Elder Scrolls Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and Skyrim, um, and Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein the Old Blood, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. So, a ton of classic games and some hot garbage, but... Uh, super cool. Like, I love that. Like, even Morrowind's on there, and Fallout New Vegas. I think that's super cool. Although Fallout New Vegas is only available on console, and uh, Morrowind and Oblivion are not available on mobile. Neither is online. Uh, but everything else is available on all three platforms. So that's cool. A ton of Doom games, ton of ton of Fallout games, ton of Skyrim games. I mean, Elder Scrolls games. Um, so those are all coming to Game Pass, which got like, dude, Game Pass is becoming so like almost unreasonable at this point. Like, yeah, I feel bad that I don't the have. Price soon, though. They're, yeah. Oh, they're definitely raising the price soon. But after all of that, well, the thing is, Microsoft's never been one to go. Hmm. Yes, let's completely scare away our audience. Like. Other, with the exception of how they presented the Xbox One, which they thought would be good because they knew people wanted inter- other entertainment on their system. Which they learned from their mistake. Which they did learn from their mistake. They still have all that stuff, but you know they marketed. They're not the selling Xbox it directly. as a media center. No. Um. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but still, like, I mean, even if Game Pass goes up a little bit, like, that's just an incredibly good deal for a ton of games. Um, and, you know, maybe it's not a permanent thing. I, you know, it's like, it's not for everybody, but it's for a ton of people. And that's a great way to do experience. Especially, like, Fallout New Vegas and Morrowind and Oblivion. If you haven't played those games, those are some amazing games. Um, you should oh. definitely check those out. Um, I kind of agree with your idea that it's like, oh man, it's a shame I don't have Game Pass, but I'm also kind of like, would I? uh, What would I play it on? Well, I mean, like I play it on my Xbox. Xbox. I had it for a while, and it's really nice. Yeah, before you got a PS4. It's PS5. Thank you. Respect, respect the flex. No, respect the flex. Uh, sorry. Uh, so like, when I had Game Pass. It was a really great way for me to play a lot of games that I didn't own and didn't want to drop $60 on. Um, and, like, while it's not for me in the long run, because I'd rather just buy the game, um, I it let me play stuff like uh, Forza Horizon 4, which I, I love the Forza series, so that was a, it was a great way for me to play that. Um, a bunch of, like, old Xbox games and Xbox 360 games they have on there, which is cool. Um and I, I can't i think that's now that i'm thinking about it it's actually been a minute since i had game pass but when i had it i really enjoyed it i only stopped getting it because i got a ps5 so i knew i'd be spending most of my time with that um but yeah I've, and for most people it's just a great way to experience a lot of games um it, it's definitely worth its uh entry cost yeah um, and especially like oh, even if you don't get it permanently but if you do like the xbox all access thing that they have now like that's an incredible way to get into gaming on mm. console. Like that, you just go in on this all access thing. Um, like you get to, you pay to own the Xbox in the end, um, and you get two years worth of Game Pass doing it. So you can just experience a ton of stuff, and then once that's over, you can now you know what you like. You can start buying games. I guess True. it's great. I'm very impressed with Xbox's efforts. I'm very happy to see that it they're is, stepping up their game here. It is insane. Well, they stepped it up, and then they did that thing where they got, like, a lot of hate because they... Oh, it's because they doubled the price for a year on Uh, gold. uh, Yeah. Or they were going to, and then they immediately backed off. No, it took them 15 hours, but that's the quickest I've ever seen the company respond like that, so... uh, Immediately. they're stupid, and they went, we'll double it. During a pandemic. Yeah. During a pandemic, yeah. Yeah, Most people would be like... Okay, ten dollars. No, they're like we're straight doubling it today. Yeah, it'd be one thing if it was going from like sixty bucks a a a, a year to seventy bucks a year. Or wait, no, it's yeah, it's sixty a year, right? Yeah, it's sixty. I think so. a yeah, year. it was one thing yeah. if they went to like seventy bucks a year or something, or like seventy five even. But a hundred, a hundred and twenty, bro. And some of those cards made it out into retail stores. Yeah, they were, I guess, immediately taken back, but. They were definitely there. Yeah. Well, they're not perfect. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, they're going to keep making mistakes, but it's good to see that they're a long ways yeah, but uh, it, it, progressed from their 2013 selves. They've definitely done better, but it definitely proves they have plans to try to raise gold and uh, Game Pass's prices within the next few years. Yeah. Well, I mean, game uh, gold has been $60 since the 360 days. I remember like having to ask for a year. I, I That was... Usually my main Christmas present a lot of years was 
I want a year of another year of Xbox Live Gold because sixty dollars as a kid, like that's a lot of money. It's still a lot of money. Um, yeah, but I'm impressed that it stayed sixty dollars for this for literally a decade. That's true. Um, because like Hulu likes to up their price every six months. Um, yeah, so does uh, that's why Netflix. Uh, yeah, Hulu Live. Um. Uh, anyway, um. So yeah, if you've got Game Pass, keep on the lookout for a bunch of Bethesda games. Um. And Nintendo's dropping some banana Fortnite Joy-Con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was... Why? Why can't they release a right blue Joy-Con? Um, because you're upset about it. Yeah, got him. Nailed it. Nice. Cameron <laughs> wants it, so they're not releasing it. Because banana Joy-Con, banana but Fortnite Joy-Con, nineteen dollar banana Fortnite Joy-Con. Banana. Um. So yeah, it's dropping uh, July six, I think, or June six, one of the two. Um, it's the reverse hey, colors. Zelda release, so yeah. Um, it's the reverse colors of the Fortnite Switch. Um, oh yeah, there you go, Cameron. Just buy a Fortnite Switch if you want a right blue Joy-Con so bad. Pain. Exactly. Dude, that thing went up for like Black Friday, and then disappeared. A show alt, you know. Um. Uh, uh, look, Cameron, you can't tell me that you don't have the ability to get things when they go up because I've seen your Amiibo efforts watching. So you probably... I, if I had money, I could. Yeah. Yeah, the money thing's a different story, but I know, I've got, I know you've got the skill. Um, anyway, so yeah, if you want some Fortnite Joy-Con, those are dropping. Um, it's crazy to me that they're like, uh, we have two special Fortnite ones. But they're both on the same side. <laughs> no, they're on opposite sides. Are they? Oh, the I battle bu- the no, the battle the battle bus is on the, the right one. The battle bus is on the yeah. And so yeah, is the so banana. banana. Yeah. Okay, that's what you meant. Yeah, the, no, that's dumb. Uh Super Mario three D World plus Bowser's Fury was the best selling game in the US in February. Big shock. New Mario game dropped. Best selling game. Duh. Um uh, I know third was Persona 5 Strikers, so good for it. Yeah, it was only out for like a week. Yeah, I don't remember what the second was. Um, Loser. <laughs> I think it was Call of Duty. Yeah, uh, Cold War's been selling like hotcakes. Um, which we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, Nintendo's Animal Crossing Twitter uploaded a screenshot from the game in 4K. Does this mean Nintendo Switch Pro 4K? Probably not. No. Probably it's not. It's probably just a 4K but image. But why is it in 4K? None of their other images. Because they're flexing on you. Stop but analyzing things that aren't there. Like, oh, oh, uh, 4K, though. <laughs> that is why. Well, I, that... I saw a lot of articles of people analyzing, and I was like, what are they talking about? And then finally I saw the uh, thing Cooper retweeted. I just like. Do people really have nothing better to do with their time to like check the resolutions of uploaded Animal Crossing photos on Twitter? Apparently, 
Maybe you guys they... realize we just need to officially call it, and then it'll happen just like the direct. So exactly. you heard it here Forge, first. Look, we've been calling the Switch Pro rumors every week, and we no, will no, do no. so again today. This week, we call no. when it releases. No, no, no. Mayo's saying we're supposed to say the Switch Pro will have 4K, guys. It's That's confirmed. what we've said in the Switch Pro rumors. Every time we talk All about it, DLSS 4K uh, and Bluetooth. Or no, not Bluetooth, and, but OLED screen. And I will make my first solo prediction on it, I think, and see if if this works, then big street cred here, I guess. Not only is that true, they will announce something relating to it. It might be an announcement of an announcement of an announcement of a trailer by summer. There you go. They'll release it at E3. No, no, no. When E3 would be. Even better? Even better, it's gonna be happening within the next two weeks. I won't agree to that one, but no, <laughs> Mario's dying in the next two weeks. That's what's already happening. Exactly. What if they do it as a funeral present? It'd be funnier if they went like, "All right, Mario's dead," and then had Link kill him so that they could start the Zelda anniversary, like that PBG Mario Month intro, but reverse. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, reverse. Um. What if they do it like, you know, how, like, Princess Peach sends letters to Mario all the time? Uh, They have a live stream where the viewer gets a letter, and it is the documentation having to do with the bequeathment of Mario's last will, testament, and estate. And his estate is just, oh, it's a me. The Switch Pro is a thing. I'm a dead. And then... Then they announce it through that. I'm a dead. <laughs> I'm a dead. I mean, you're I'm writing that in my pro. will. If you're reading this, I'm a dead. <laughs> I'm a dead. I mean, they won't kill Mario. He's only 25. Um, I'm not joking. That's what they said a few years ago, that Mario is 25 years old. They won't kill old. Mario because Mario is the single biggest moneymaker that has ever existed in the video game space. Pokemon. Except for Pikachu. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but they I'd, I'd argue that. Mario's over that. It's freaking Mario, bro. But it's not okay, like financially. It's Pokemon not. is the biggest multimedia franchise. There's the key word, though: multimedia. Mario it's, is a video game. It's true, but the main avenue that Pokemon's multimedia existence is maintained through. Is through the video games. It's no. it's the merchandise that stems from the video games or stems from the anime that well, stems from the video games. Yeah, okay, look, games. look, you you hush. The Prime Minister of Japan came out to announce the Olympics in Tokyo with using a Mario pipe, wearing a Mario hat. End of discussion. Mario's big. Core Olympics twenty twenty. I mean it is big. But so is Pokemon. Big yeah. Mario. But they're big for different <laughs> reasons. Mario is a big video game franchise. Pokemon's just a big franchise. Well, the biggest franchise. I think Mayo and I are and, on the okay, opposite it, side of E2. Whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> speaking of Pokemon, it, it, speaking of Pokemon, we have po- we have new bug species. This is a bug podcast now, and yeah. there are three new species yeah. of bugs that have been. <laughs> they uh, have been named after Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, um, which is cool. Uh, they look nothing like the Pokemon, which is kind of a rip. 
Well, yeah, no, the Moltres one kind of looks like. <laughs> Do they at least could be on fire? Are the three Pokemon at least re- or three bugs at least related? Yes. Uh, yes, according to their um, what is it? Genus. The thing up from species. Phylum. I don't remember. That's genus. That's genus. Anyways, speaking oh, of uh, Pokemon, I just remembered a rumor I read a while back. So the rumor mentioned that there would be, you know, Diamond and Pearl remakes, and it mentioned some like a new game that they were making, uh, and it called it like, and it used the secret title King or whatever. But on this rumor, it mentioned it claimed that there would be a third pass for Sword and Shield that would add it back in the rest of the Pokemon. Now that hasn't happened. Like that's ever going to happen, Shrek Slam's book. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Cameron, tell us about Animal Crossing one year in. Okay. So, it's it, I think it's been a very interesting year. Uh, I think if I was to compare it to the ones I've played previously, New Horizons ranks second. I still prefer the dialogue from uh, Population Growing on the GameCube. And I, from what I've seen of Wild World, I definitely prefer the dialogue there too. But there's kind of more to do, almost. The, the, it's easier to collect things in New Horizons than it is in City Folk, so that's why I rank it above City Folk. And then New Leaf is the reason that the dialogue sucks, so it gets to rank below New Horizons in City Folk. Uh, in terms of actual content, there is a lot to collect. I'm not going to collect it all. What? But... That there's like a gazillion furniture items and I can only get like one design of it on my island which is a stupid feature dang what did, did, I, did you complete uh, Mario 64 in the 3D All-Stars pack I have not yet are you going to eventually cause okay so uh, I was gonna say like something is happening because like everything that comes out you and Alex are always like complete. Well, like, it's different. When I, and it's look, I, look, crossing. I'm not being I've never I've, completed an Animal Crossing. Yeah, I know, and I'm not being derogatory about that, but I'm, I'm saying that like it's just so weird to hear you say I'm not gonna complete this. I, I just, don't complete a lot of things. Yeah, I know, I, I know, but like, there's a ton of stuff that we talk about. It. You guys are like, oh yeah, I already completed that. Well, it depends Sometimes. on the length and the requirements that it wants for me to complete it. Some just aren't worth it. Like, Yakuza Like a Dragon, I'll probably never complete it because the final challenge it has wants you to be max leveled in everything. I don't have that time. Animal it's like, Dragon. it says, do not try this unless you are at least level 99. Wow. Like, even if I was going to go only based on, like, complete the museum, complete the Nook Mile achievements, and get all the recipes, the recipes are hard to get. 
the Nook Mile achievements after a certain point are just dumb. Because I don't want to have to sit here and press A forever to create um, a furniture change between um, the easiest change, which is uh, it's, it's the scattered papers and the stacked papers. That's the easiest one to get the furniture uh, um customization or whatever it is and it's just not worth it the you don't get enough for the nook mile stuff to make it worthwhile but i like i like the creatorpedia it's it's really cool that they actually did go in later and add the sea creatures not just you know in the summer but across the whole year including march um which I had finished it a couple weeks ago. I do have... So a year in, I have completed everything available Critterpedia-wise. As far as I know, I've gotten every seasonal recipe thus far. Uh, we're going to see how the Sanrio stuff works, because I don't know yet. That I've, I feel like there's more to that update, and I just don't know how to do it. But I'm probably going to do a video on Wednesday about it. And I th I think from a uh, kind of the weight between um, Happy Home Designer slash Amiibo Festival and this, it was worth it. They, it, it does feel like an HD Animal Crossing completely. It's just, there's a lot of features, dialogue-wise, that I would want back in. Flea Market from uh, City Folk, there were apparently, I don't know if they're called Task or Hobby, I think it's Hobbies, uh, from Wild World, where your villagers would get on like a hobby for a while. And then other villagers could as well, and they'd talk about that. And I think that would be really cool to add. Just there, there's just not a ton of dialogue. I, I don't, I don't remember the last time I like actively sought out talking to villagers consistently. I do think that's probably the weakest point. Still, is the non-holiday dialogues like they added a fair amount for Halloween and then there's some for the other holidays as well but then normal it's just not great <laughs> I do think they need to add an upgrade to the Nookling shop because it has been stuck in Nook's cranny for 11 months now and by this point in an older game I would have already had it fully upgraded and I would like to see those upgrades because there's just a lot of cool stuff um, I do like the Mario update it, it was nice of them to bring all those items in I, I especially like the Thwomp 
Um, I think the way they went about modifying the game based on how players were interacting with the game sucks. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers, but when people were catching a bunch of tarantulas and time traveling for the uh, bank of nook or whatever it's called uh, to abuse those systems they cut the rate at which tarantulas spawn and inherently scorpions because same idea and the percentage for the bank went way down so it's not even worth having bells in there because i i have i think it was over seven mil and i got three thousand bells for this last month so amazing not great um well yeah so in the end uh, animal crossing sucks and you shouldn't play it i'm just an older one play wild world play new play Hoon horizons it's good uh, it is. Cameron's dialogue arguments BS. Go play the game. Well, yeah. <laughs> look, that was look, not the response rather, I was expecting. I'd rather be mad about the dialogue than be like, New Leaf had this. I don't care what New Leaf had. New Leaf sucked out all the dialogue, and that's why it sucks now. Like, so blame New Leaf. Go, be, go blame New Leaf. Play the older games and realize where this shift happened. Hmm. Or go watch uh, Tama Hero's video. She did a video on all of the mainline Animal Crossings and how they uh, differ with their dialogue and such. Huh, well, alright then. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> Sega is expecting sonic prime which is a sonic show to quote strengthen the sonic ip as the pandemic has slashed sega's release schedule and basically half um i doubt big doubt big 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 doubt on that but um you know you you what on you try sega the that son, sonic prime is half or... no that okay. uh sonic prime is going to strengthen the sonic ip let's see yeah maybe we'll see um I do know it has slashed their release schedule in half because yeah, I believe that. But uh, within the past fifteen years, they've released like Yakuza's only like a fifteen-year-old game, and they've released like a dozen games with only like three years not having a game released, and they haven't announced the next one. Hmm. Well, Just because the pandemic. Like they, their maps aren't like overly huge, so they it's quicker to pump them out, and they use the same engine, so they can reuse said assets <laughs> and maps. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess we'll see how that goes. Uh, and finally, on the tidbits, the PlayStation Communities feature for PS4 will be shut down, shutting down in April of this year. Boohoo. It's not me. It's not me verse. Yeah. Who cares? Um so, okay. To finish up the show this week, we've got more Switch Pro rumors. 
I know, broken record again. But um, it's uh, more stuff from Bloomberg. Um, they've got more stuff about the OLED screens that we talked about uh, previously on the Switch Pro. And also that um, NVIDIA is planning on halting um, production of the chip used in the Switch late this year. So um, that's kind of a big giveaway, I think, for something. Something's changing. If there, there must be moving to some other kind of chip. Um, probably something very similar, but... Um, they must have found something that is better or cheaper. So um, that's pretty big. Um, also, Nintendo says that uh, they have uh, a series of marquee game releases expected to drive software sales next fiscal year uh, to 250 million units. What? Um, the record. So the record 205 million units forecast for the current year is yeah so it's going to be more they're, they're predicting next fiscal year to sell to uh to get to 250 million game units sold oh game units i thought yeah you meant not, switch not units. no not switch units but game uh, game units game releases to drive well, uh, maybe we're gonna software. see okay, breath of the wild too then yes yeah, so probably there's, not there's since... a series of marquee game releases so we got some big stuff coming um, this year for sure um, and yeah like I said there's um, a new OLED display from Samsung that's coming and um, will be used in the Switch Pro as well so it's just interesting that Bloomberg reports on this stuff because they're, like they're like a business news site also, so like they wouldn't report on it if it wasn't something thing like it's one thing when it's like tech radar vgc or whatever reporting on it i just reporting rumors but like bloomberg reports on stuff that like actually matters because they're like a business thing um and that is nuts they're projected to so quarter 17 of the switch existing i don't know what um like how they define that well so quarter one starts when the switch launched so 17 quarters from that. Well, we're in year four. So is that summer? Um, so 16. Yeah, so this summer where it's projected to hit 80 million units, 82 million units. That is nuts. Um, and with this, we can read into our gaming sales numbers. So listen to this. Uh, Record four point six billion dollars, um, in February. Uh, year to date spending of just this year is nine point three billion dollars. We're in March, bro. That's not thirty nine percent higher than the same period in twenty twenty. Um, crazy. Monthly sales of video game hardware increased a hundred and twenty one percent. When compared to February of last year, this is the highest total for a February month since the 468 million reached in February 2011. Um, Nintendo Switch was the best-selling hardware platform in both units and dollars in February. Um, it was the highest 
unit and dollar sale of any hardware platform in a February month since the Wii in February 2009. Um, the total lifetime dollar sales of the Switch exceeds the DS and is currently it's on track to beat the Wii. Not units sold, but dollars. Wow. Um, which matters just as much when you're talking business. That's true. Um, Minus more even. And is it's currently the seventh best selling hardware platform in terms of hardware sale. I mean, uh, dollar sales. Um, PlayStation Five ranked as the second best selling hardware platform, uh, so right behind the Switch in February. And the PlayStation Five is currently the fastest selling hardware platform in U.S. history. Uh, when looking at the dollar sales since launch. So in terms of dollars, the PlayStation 5 is the fastest selling hardware platform in history. Huh. It's just amazing that a bunch of people still can't get one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's and, and that a thing. Um, Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury debuts as the best selling game of February, which we mentioned. Um, and also ranks as the second best selling game of 2021 year to date. Uh, despite not even tracking digital sales. So physical sales only, it's the second best-selling game this year. Um, That's insane. So, yeah, and the top ten sellers of this year so far is Cold War, uh, Bowser's Fury, Miles Morales, Assassin's Creed at four, dude, boo. What? Um, now, uh, Madden 21, also boo. Um, Mario Kart 8, New Horizons, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Y, Persona 5 Strikers, and Ringwood Adventure. Now, to note, like I, we already said that Bowser's Fury doesn't include digital sales, but that's also true for Mario Kart and New and Animal Crossing. They don't include digital sales. So, they're probably all at the top if you included digital sales. Um, because they're in the top 10, and that, that's only physical. That's just nuts. Um. Yeah, like, holy crap! This is just so. This is so much stuff. Um, Cold War is just kind of carrying it right now on other platforms. Um, Bowser's Fury is of course is of course number one on Switch because Cold War does not exist on Switch. Um, a <laughs> hundred ninety-five million dollars on video game accessories alone. Not hardware, not software, accessories. Like controllers, headsets, cords. Things like that. $195 million just this month. Um, and the PS5 DualSense controller is uh, the high, the highest dollar sales for this month. Uh, as well as 2021 entirely. The PS5 controller is the best-selling accessory. So... Um, I thought that'd be a cool thing to just end the show with. I found this huge, long uh, Twitter uh, thing, like a thread, of some guy tweeting all these stats out. It's just nuts, dude. It's nuts. $9 billion in three months. No wonder Google wanted to get into this. Hmm. Yeah, but they're bad. And there's our one stadium mention. We hit the quota right <laughs> here. We hit the quota. No. <laughs> yeah, that's that is nuts. Um, so 2020 year to date at this time was it looks like 6.7 billion dollars, 
So yeah, thirty nine percent up this year. That is that is so much. And I'm sure it's probably swollen because of the scalping. Stamping. So like everything's selling Stamping, regardless yes. of if it's good or not. Everything is just freaking selling. Yes, everything is selling. Every computer I've looked at this year has been sold out whenever I get even semi close to having the money for it. Yep. Freaking they're not the, sil- the silicon short isn't isn't helping either. Definitely not. I wonder how long it's gonna be before these scalpers go away. Never, never. Well, they, yeah, they I mean, they're gonna have to wear now. off. Not, no, not, some... not go away, but like move on to the next thing. Like scalpers uh, so at this point are they, definitely they, here to stay. They aren't going to be able to keep control over every single facet of nerddom for. A very Ever. long time because there's so been positive. there's been instances of stuff like this before in each individual sort of fandom like there's there's constantly reserve list buyouts for magic the gathering and then it, it ends up equalizing eventually you know companies eventually are probably going to get interest. sick of this yeah or they'll lose interest or they will slip up they and not hold on to the profit margins that they're getting yeah um like with Amiibo back in the day, uh, I remember uh, being told that our target sold eight of the Rosalina Smash Amiibo to one dude. And, you know, at that point, that was going into the height. But after Wave 4, there was just a sharp drop-off because... Everyone went, screw this, I can't get what I want, so why even bother? Scalpers left, for the most part. And that realistically was going to happen. You're, If you hold on to too high of a price point because you're a greedy loser, eventually people are just going to give up. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you're a scalper, you're a loser, bro. Straight loser. <laughs> You're also richer than all of us, but... Straight well, you to... loser. Why don't people use loser as an insult anymore? Is that, like, too bland? It's too bland. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'm bringing it back. Scalpers are you losers, bro. Scalpers are Let's losers. Hold on, gamers. Dork losers, dude. Nerd. <laughs> no, we're nerds. They're dorks. Yeah, but they're dork loser nerds. We're just nerds. Nobody, nobody comment. <laughs> nobody comment. Um, so yeah, uh, video games are selling like actual hotcakes, and hotcakes. Um, it's the scalpers' fault. But we shall, we shall survive. Um, and with that terrible motivational quote, um. We're going to end the episode for the week. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please leave a comment on the YouTube version of this podcast to let us know what you've been playing this week and uh, help us call scalpers losers because they're losers. Well, can we find help it us on bring YouTube? losers back. Yeah, br- help us bring losers <laughs> back by calling scalpers losers. We should. We can get this trending on Twitter. And that's all we need. Yo, where, where can we find it on YouTube? Uh oh yeah, thanks for asking, Cooper. YouTube.com oh, so cringe, I'm sorry. Uh YouTube.com slash Games. We're also on a Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
uh, upload every Wednesday, 7 a.m. Central. Um, and that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.